Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Something really all of us should be grateful for that you know, the right answer was, was finally announced. So it's really cool. It's very, very special to get a statue also outside Bush Stadium, and it hasn't been done since Ozzie Smith in 02, so it just tells you how rare that is. And number 23 with the hair flowing out of the helmet and him with the, in the right-handed batting stance is a really neat thing. So I hope people can drop by and check it out, and hopefully they get to see a Cardinal win today and a series win. You have Adam Wainwright going today. It's just been that kind of season. You, you take a step forward, you take a step back. Uh, the hope here, uh, John, is that you can get on a hot streak and, and get yourself in this. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, obviously, we just haven't had you know multiple sustained runs throughout the season, and to to really have success in in your division or in this league, you have to do that from time to time. And to your point, it seems like we win a game or win two and then lose one, and just haven't really been able to to build on that. And you know, I do feel like why we we ended up going after Hap and Lester was because we we just was tr- we just really felt like we needed some stability in uh, in our rotation, and and hopefully that stability can allow us to get on a more sustained run moving forward. You know, fingers crossed that's what happens, and and uh, hopefully we we can start doing that uh, today. Yeah, Lester is supposed to drop by. He's probably there by now, uh, checking out everybody in the clubhouse and talking. And that's uh, the intangible also. It's not just the pitching, but he has that little extra. I, I mentioned him to Schilt as kind of the Wainwright of the Cubs. You know, really was their leader. Le- a lot of people leaned on him for advice, so maybe that'll help you too. And then Hap, as you mentioned, you have a lot of lefties there, but you have a couple righties coming too. Uh, you have uh, Jack Flaherty and Miles Michaelis, and I know that – made this whole trade deadline very interesting for you. I mean, I know this was a frenetic, crazy deadline. You had teams making huge splashes left and right, but you gave us some advance on this in that you also had two pitchers that you hoped could arrive by mid-August, and that made the whole situation uh, something that, you know, wasn't, the, the timing was what it was. Timing was not great for us. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it when, when you're going through something like this, it's when you sometimes debate um, whether the trading deadline should be August 15th. But um, uh, but reality is, it's 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 probably perfect where it is in the sense of you're not going to see teams give up a lot if they're only getting six weeks of a player, whereas at least the current deadline you get eight. Um, but it was interesting to see like a lot of the action was in the last 48 hours of this deadline and not a ton of players were moved beforehand. 
And I think that's because, you know, the fluidity of this trading deadline and also how much of a seller's market it was. What about Michaelis? Uh, we know that he's about to go soon and Flaherty goes today. So I know you'll keep a close eye on both of those and we'll see. I mean, you're not going to make any guarantees here, but it, it, does it still seem like mid-August for him? Oh, I think so. Yeah, fingers crossed, obviously, when I say that. But as, as you mentioned, uh, Flaherty will, will pitch today. You know, hopefully he gets somewhere around uh, 55 pitches. And when we see him tomorrow, he feels good. And then Michaelis will um, throw in Springfield on Tuesday and probably be backed up by Ponce. So, you know, as, you, as you're pointing out, I mean, we have three guys that are likely coming back. Um, obviously, um, Michaelis and Flaherty we have penciled in for the rotation. But, you know, right now it's about sort of getting on a little roll before we even get them back would be helpful and, uh, you know, try to make the last – Eight weeks where we making we are making a little bit more noise in the central than um, just going sort of that day to day stretch. Yeah, sure. Uh, what what about uh, before we go, Dakota Hudson? Is is that still progressing well? And is there a chance for Jordan Hicks? Um, okay, starting with with Hudson. Yeah, he's feeling great, and you know he's going to get an opportunity to throw under the lights um, with with the Palm Beach Club here. Um, in the near future. And so, you know, how he's feeling, how he's responding right now, knock on wood, that's going well. And then in, in Jordan's case, yeah, we're, we're still hopeful that he pitches this year. Um, so he's begun, begun his throwing program, long toss. And so now we'll just see how he can take his next steps. Good news with someone like Hicks, you know, you're not preparing him for six or seven innings. You're preparing him for one. And so the, the process of getting someone like in the reliever role back can move a little quicker. We'll keep an eye on it. I know that it's been a, a, a wild time, and we've gotten through the trade deadline here, but there's a lot to go. There's also a minor league season to keep an eye on. It'll be interesting to see the moves uh, back and forth to try to keep the Cardinals in this thing. It's August 1st. It's uh, time to buckle your seatbelts and see if the Cardinals can get on a little run here. And, John, we always appreciate the visit, the information, and the chat, and we will catch up with you soon. Thanks for doing this always on Sports on a Sunday Morning. You bet, Tommy. Have a great week. You too. President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock on KMOX. Uh, when we come back, we're going to hear from two people I, I hope you stay tuned for. That's Tom Watson and Jack Nicholas. Uh, between them, 26 major championships. Between them, uh, ambassadors uh, for the game and to the game around the world. And both of them in St. Louis at the same time. And they were kind enough to join me individually for interviews that will be played right after this. We are sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. We have Cardinal baseball at 1220. A 115 first pitch as the Cardinals take on the Minnesota Twins with Adam Wainwright on the mound on an absolutely perfect day in downtown St. Louis. If you're in the area, you might want to snag a ticket to Bush Stadium. Back in a moment, sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX continues right after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome to Norwood Hills Country Club, and what an opportunity to visit with the eight-time major champion, Tom Watson, here on KMOX. How has everything been going here, your visit to St. Louis for the Ascension Charity Classic? Well, it's, it's really quite uh, impressive, the, the amount of support the public 
uh, and private uh, uh, entities here in St. Louis have for, for this particular golf tournament. They help the, the charities out, the, the Urban League, the, uh, the First Tee, the uh, Mary Grove, and, and I'm sure I'm forgetting the, you know, an important one there, but there's what we're trying to do is give it an opportunity for these kids to, to possibly learn how to play the game, but also uh, have an opportunity to, to learn the life skills involved with the game of golf. The game of golf is amazing in that way, isn't it? Well, it, when I grew up, the, the rules of golf book, there was a little tiny rules of golf book that you kind of carried around with you. The very first chapter in that rules of golf book was not about the rules of the game. It was about the etiquette of how you played the game, what, what you do. You, if you take a divot out of the grass, and you, know, you put the divot back if you're in a bunker, Rake, you know, rake your, your footprints in the bunker. When your ball hits the green and makes a big mark in the green, take a tee and, and smooth that mark out. Uh, when, you're playing with, when, you're, when you're playing with friends or competitors, don't yell in their backswing, miss it. Uh, and it, the, the different things like that. It was, it was just kind of just the etiquette of how you play the game of golf. And that's, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, similarities to how, how you go through life. Uh, that parallel the etiquette of the game of golf. There's no game like it. You can start it at any time and play it the rest of your life. Well, it's true. Uh, There's there's always a challenge involved, uh, but there's always the uh, the beauty of hitting that one good shot in the round of golf that uh, say, yeah, okay, I may have hit 110 bad shots, but, bro, that one shot I hit was really a beauty. Taking you back in your career, talk about one shot, one of the greatest shots in the history of golf, 71st hole, 1982, Pebble Beach. It's been shown so many times when you catch it on TV, what goes through your mind? Well, what goes through my mind is that it was a lucky chip, uh, it was a, but it was a well-struck chip. The one thing about that, it wasn't mishit. I hit it right in the middle of the club face with a wide open face. I had to hit the ball really softly because uh, you know, I, uh, I was on the down slope. I had to get as high and as soft as I could in a very short distance. And I executed the shot exactly the way I wanted to. And, and you know, I just let it happen. Uh, the ball hit the middle of the flagstick, went in the hole for a birdie. And you know, I'm, looking, I'm staring a bogey in the face, but I make a birdie, and all of a sudden my life changed because that was the tournament I wanted to win the most. I wanted to win the U.S. Open, our national Open. And uh, fortunately, you know, that was the year I did it. That's the only time I ever won it. You did. You also won the Open Championship five times. And, Tom, the, the thing that sticks with me, people said, have you ever met Tom Watson? I said, I talked to him a couple of times. And the one thing that sticks with me, I was early in my career – Boone Valley Classic. Remember, it was it rained and it was hard for parking, so they it was a quiet golf course. And on a practice round, I followed you for 18, and about halfway through, you noticed that I was hanging around. And I remember you turning and saying, "All right, what do you think?" <laughs> as your as your line went up, and and but I noticed you were doing that with a lot of people. You uh, engaged with people, you communicated with people, you drew people in, even in that small of a setting. Um, it's a game to be shared, isn't it? It is. I want to see people play golf. I want to see everybody in the world play golf. Because golf is a game that uh, is just, uh, it, it gives great joy. But it also, is, it, it, it defines you as a person. How can you take hitting a bad shot? 
We all know how easy it is to hit a good shot and take it. Oh, that's joy. But how do you take playing a bad shot? And how do you deal with hitting a bad shot? And that's the whole secret of life is how do you deal with your roadblocks? How do you deal with the things that go wrong in your life? Uh, that's what defines you. It's not your good shots that define you. It's your bad shots. So it's an overarching event more than just golf, but really inspiring a lot of people along the way. But as for the golf itself, PGA Tour Champions is a tremendous product. And as a kid following it, uh, Larry Ziegler is a great friend <laughs> yeah. of our family. Yeah. I grew up it's around good. it. It's, it's amazing to see Legends of the Game right in front of you. Well, it, again, the, the, the Ascension Classic here is going to be fun because you're going to get some great players that uh, are household names that will be out here playing. And then can they still play? I mean, they really can. Um, the, uh, that's the beauty. I mean, to see the awe in, 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 in people's faces, especially kids, to see them watch Ernie Els hit a drive 300 yards in the air. You know? yeah. That is, you know, I love to watch that. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they'll just squeal, whoa, like that. <laughs> and you know what? That's what we want to do. We want to entertain people. Uh, we want to show them, uh, we want to show them great golf. And, and, uh, um, and of course, we want to play great golf ourselves for, you know, personal reasons. But uh, it's fun being out there to, to, to showcase your, your, your skills in front of a lot of people. From one Great sports down to another. The Kansas City native Tom Watson will be here in St. Louis September 6th through the 12th. Thank you very much for this. Thank you. Uh, looking forward to it. What a chance to be able to visit with the 18-time major champion Jack Nicholas. This uh, city, what do you know about St. Louis as a sports town and the, what you're doing for this portion of the city in particular? I played uh, a few events. I played you know, National Amateur and I played the U.S. Open and I played Ryder Cup and I think a PGA and maybe another, I don't know how many other tournaments they played at Bell Reef. But uh, the, um, you know, I've enjoyed, uh, enjoyed coming here, but uh, I don't know a whole lot about the city. Uh, this time we're here uh, for a senior event, and uh, uh, we're, we're, we're an add-on to entertain the people, to have a little bit of variety, a little bit of something different to do and see. Uh, hopefully that'll be fun. Uh, we've enjoyed it in, in previous tournaments we've done it at. People have enjoyed it, so that'll be here. Then, of course, I'm here to uh, work on Normandy, too, which is trying to uh, work with the vision that Tom O'Toole's had to revitalize an area of your city. Tom has a passion for this, and he asked me if I would uh, be part of it, and I said, sure. And uh, I've known Tom for a long time. I, I like and respect Tom, and so... Uh, if he thinks it's a good project and it will benefit uh, what's going on in, in, the, in the community in, in St. Louis itself, then, uh, you know, I've been involved in several of those, and, uh, and, and I enjoy that. It's, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's, uh, it's been very rewarding for me, and uh, uh, from the standpoint of, you know, helping others, uh, once I got involved with our, with our, with our foundation and my wife... And, she, she started teaching me the way of trying to benefit, helping other kids and so forth and so on. And I see, what, see the kids that benefit from it and how they benefit. I said, you know, and then I saw what Tom Cousins did at Eastlake and down in Atlanta and the project that he did there and the, and the success he's had with it. I mean, but the money that was poured into that thing to do that was fantastic. And uh, it, uh, you know, 
it was very rewarding to see. I've been involved with, with Eastlake since basically inception. Tom had me helping with that. And so uh, I enjoyed that. And then, uh, uh, you know, you see other things happen. I, we, we just finished a golf course, not, well, in, in uh, Michigan at uh, Grand Haven, which is for Folds of Honor. I see our servicemen and how it benefits and helped them and our fallen warriors, kids of educating kids from that. The Fools of Honor has been a big thing that I've been really involved in and very interested in. And I mean, even going back to even the old works out in Anaconda, uh, Montana, we redo a golf course that a town was absolutely uh, dying. And we did the golf course, it created jobs, it created hotels, it created, it created traffic. All of a sudden, it revitalized the town. I mean, those are fun, fun projects to be involved in. You get a source of pride from that. When you could, when you go in, you could help others, and and, and it actually turns out. <laughs> a lot of times, people do things and nothing turns out. But when it turns out, then that's that's really great. And you're bringing the senior tournament here. That's that's gonna that'll help revitalize a lot of things, and and uh, it's gonna benefit kids. And uh, so, uh, yeah. And my wife and I started when we started doing some stuff. It was back when we had a daughter that was. Uh, in the hospital that we felt like the Columbus Children's Hospital saved her life. And we said, well, if we were ever in a position, and we weren't at that time, uh, if we ever were in a position to help others, we wanted to be kids. So we've had the Memorial Tournament's benefited that hospital, Columbus Children's Hospital down nationwide, Children's Hospital since day one. And uh, we're doing things down in Florida with a, with a Honda, with, a, with, our, with our foundation and all the different places that they, they, we benefit down there. Uh, it's great. It's it's great to see. Uh, it's great to see things that you're. You know, I, I mean, I grew up playing golf. I didn't look at the other stuff, and all of a sudden, it's all that stuff became became an important part of my life. And it actually has been a another chapter that I've really, frankly, enjoyed more than probably all the other chapters. The ability to spread the game of golf, no matter where you are. How special has that been for you throughout your life? Well, that's been one of my goals is to help grow the game and spread the game wherever I've been. I mean, early on, uh, I suppose I was fortunate with Arnold and Gary, the two of, three of us, uh, had, sort of wanted to play around the world. And we did. Played all over the world, and uh, we enjoyed it. And, and that helped grow the game. And, you know, I've done a lot of golf courses in a lot of places that we were the first golf course in the country. And... You know, they, had, they had no clue what was going on and how to play golf or what to do it. And we introduced the game and introduced how to play, introduced how to do this, how to do that. And all of a sudden, they've got a golfing, golfing community. So that's been fun, too. So the game's, uh, uh, the game's an interesting game and one that uh, uh, works well for you know, all ages and uh, from kids to, 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 to the seniors and People can compete against each other at all ages. They just have to have the opportunity to understand how to do it. Uh, you're going to play with Ozzy Smith uh, in September, and I, I, I hope did he's, a, I hope he's <laughs> up to hope he's up to carrying me. <laughs> he's a player. I did a project with him recently, and something he said on the course that struck me. He said, "This game filled a competitive void for me," and he continues to compete not only against others, but against himself and the golf course, but against himself. Oh, that's what we all do. That's, that's what competition is. You compete against others, you compete against yourself, and you compete against whatever uh, 
facility you're at. No matter how you're playing, you're always competing. You're always competing. I don't care whether you're shooting 65, 75, 85, or 95. You're always competing. This tour, PGA Champions Tour, what can people expect to see and experience when they're out there? Well, they play pretty well. They shoot some good scores, and uh, uh, they, they don't embarrass themselves. And you'll see some really good quality golf because a lot of really good quality players out there. So come out and watch it. I think they'll enjoy it. Finally, this year in golf, and in particular Phil Mickelson doing what he did, what have you observed from, and you've always been so supportive of, of this game and the people who play it, but what stands out to you in what has been a, a challenging time for a lot of people but the game has gone on? Well, the game's grown because it, basically people get outside and do something. So uh, the game has flourished the last couple of years. Uh, we brought some new players on with Colin Morikawa and, uh, and, of course, Phil winning, winning the PGA, coming back. And uh, you see a lot of these young guys I, I see every week come on the tour, and I say, who is that? I've never heard of them. But, you know, they're the golf of the future. And so... Uh, uh, got golf's in a pretty good state right now, and uh, so it's uh, it's kind of fun to watch it grow. Kind of fun to watch, bring see the young new young players come along, uh, and follow it and learn to learn to be part of it. Jack Nicholas on KMOX. Thanks for joining us. Sports on a Sunday morning. Cardinal baseball after the news. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.